Hello, strangers, and welcome to season two, episode 22 of the Loot and Dagger podcast. Oh, okay, so let's do some real talk here. So I just got back from Gen Con, and honestly, I am blown away by the actual play podcast and streaming community. There simply is enough time to thank everyone, but certainly wanted to give a few shout outs. North by Northwest, our ATL podcast besties, showed up, and of course, we had a great time. We always do. That's how we roll. Venture Maidens were absolute badasses, excellent drinkers, and genuinely good people. Taking initiative were warm and welcoming. Nerd Immersion. Man, that guy allowed me to sit on his live show and allow, and even let me do a little heckling. It was a, it was a ton of fun, and he is one of the best G, uh, DMs I have ever met. Um, tall Squall was really fucking tall. I'm telling you, Tall Squall, go look him up. Tall Squall, he's a tall guy, but he is also one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. What love that guy. Victoria from Broadswords was an absolute joy, and it was great to hang out with her. Everyone was an absolute joy, and I hope to see them again next year, and hopefully sooner. One final thought before we start. You can find Loot and Dagger at DragonCon, Saturday, September 1st, playing D&D Capture the Flag during a live panel with North by North Quest. Oh yeah, yeah, it sounds fun, doesn't it? Right, so you should go. It's going to be a riot, and you'll get to meet us, and that's, that's awesome, right? So... Let's tell some stories. Demons let loose in the underdark. Victor's going nuts, it's just a start. All he wants are biscuits and sunshine. Now damn, these plant girls looking fine. Matilda seeks power beyond imagination. That is love thinks he's on vacation. Tyrius, the weapon of a god. Slicing evil without a second thought. Damn, loot and dagger getting deep. All dark, no light makes a DM sleep happily. Battle of Blingdenstone rages. Gnomes vs. Goo. Our heroes vs. the Nightmare King. It's time for the Big Boss Showdown. Who will be victorious? Find out now. No, 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 no. Now, for the listeners at home, I don't break out the battle mat too often anymore, but we are doing it for this. We'll do our best to describe where we're at and what's going on. Uh, once you break the uh, layer of the uh, of the dome and you get through and you see, there is, on a throne, sitting atop like a, uh, a some broken pillars, basically, is the Nightmare Gnome. He's there with his uh, his crown on, and he has a uh, he has a staff, and he's just like laughing wildly. And he looks up, and you just see him just just laughing wildly as you guys come in. And around him, you do see two particular oozes, and one uh, both of them have crowns. One is a black ooze, and it is the biggest. The black ooze is actually a large size ooze. Out of them, you put. <laughs> and you hear him call out to the black ooze and points to the black ooze and he says, Princess, I will protect you. Protect me too. 
<laughs> and he calls out to uh, another particular ooze that has a uh, crown on it. And he goes, Prince Larry, you will protect me too, won't you? I, I will protect you, and we will take over what is rightfully ours. Which one was the second ooze? So the second okay. ooze um, is this rock-looking ooze. Okay. We'll say that that's Prince Larry. The black ooze, the largest one, is is the princess. The other two oozes look much like Larry, and in fact, they're jellies. They're just ochre Wait, jellies. What kind of so ooze is Larry? Said Larry is a black... Okay, so oh, sorry, 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 not Larry. Um, princess... Ebenmeyer. Princess Ebenmeyer is a black pudding. Larry is a, uh, is a jelly. Okay, so not a rock jelly. pudding. Not a rock pudding. <laughs> okay, not a rock pudding. I just that scared have, me. I didn't have enough puddings. <laughs> that scared me. What I'd like for you guys to do is place yourself where you would like to land individually. There's also on these, uh, you, I have marked out four patches there of squares. These four patches, if you enter or leave that square at all, you take five points of what looks like oozy, acidy damage. Those are like little swamp oozes that are just laden around. Terry has swan dive, Doe is swan diving. Mm -hmm. She's aiming straight for him. Okay. That sword is like pointed down at his skull. Okay. Pally missile. Yeah, like like a meteor of Pelor. Okay. <laughs> I love that. Oh, I meteor love of Pelor. You're so you so you're starting him? combat. <laughs> well, we're gonna see where the initiative lays. We'll see where initiative rolls go. And immediately, by the way, if you look up, um, the dome is already kind of full of uh, as the bombs stop dropping because at this point they don't want to bomb you as the hole is open. Uh, but oozes start coming back over, and some oozes are kind of starting to drop around the sides mm -hmm. of this dome. But uh, right now, this is all you see on the immediate battlefield. And this looks every bit like a um, the Colosseum. Like, around outside of this dome, you do see, like, like state, like, um, um, benches and all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. that circle it. But yeah. this dome that is protected by these oozes is, are, um, yeah, it's, it's all, like, just kind of ruins. Right. Ruins of stadium seating. Stadium seating. Yeah. Yeah. So if everyone's happy where they're at on the battlefield, or they all kind of go there and Yeah, works for me. Sure. Then let's roll um, so, um, some initiative. For those initiative. That, that can't see, yeah. uh, that means Tiri has uh, headed straight for the center, and the three of us are oh, um, so grouped together in between um, Ebenmir and uh, Larry. Yeah. Now, uh, Tiri and the gnome, are they standing on something? Uh, yeah, so that is like a uprised kind of, uh, like a fallen over pillar that uh, seems like there's been a throne put on top of this pillar. Okay. So he's technically kind of standing up, this gnome, this nightmare gnome, but he's on his throne, like standing on the throne. And as you entered and as battle begins, in your head is just a hideous laughter, like psychically in your heads of <clears throat> this nightmare gnome. That's a 21 on initiative. Oh, girl, you want it. Ooh. It's the third one of the day for you. Yeah, yeah, my dice likes me today. Well, yeah. my d20 likes me. My damage dice hates me. It's going to be at 11 for me. 18. Crit. Mm -hmm. I want to get this out of the way just to go ahead and um, describe something for the people who have stupid high um, perception. That would just be Victor. Mm. Um, Yes, thank you. What is it? There's also <laughs> a, uh, there are a few uh, cages mm -hmm. about, and in these cages you see uh, what looks to be the, the uh, like goo, and on top of the goo are some armor from Mistport. The same type of armor 
that you found um, are, are the same type of armor you would have seen in the kind of the special forces armor. And you see about four of these, where there's other just like goo, goo cages, where the maybe the flesh has been and the bones are there. But uh, all that's left are some armor and swords and like one staff that it, it doesn't look magical, but it looks similar to the staff that that uh, that you would know about. So let's start with crit beats crit everything. Crit twenty one. Crit. All right, Matilda, what do you do? Yeah, um, I mean, it feels like a little bit of a waste, but uh, I'm gonna stick to my original plan, um, which was to go ahead and cast. Uh, Morden Kanan's Faithful Hound. Mm. Okay. So what that is, um, is it is a, uh, a phantom watchdog. Um, so here's this in- invisible hound. Um, I can see it, but uh, no one else can. So yeah, the hound is invisible to all creatures except you and can't be harmed. When a small or larger creature comes within 30 feet of it, Without first speaking the password that you specify when you cast this spell, the hound starts barking loudly, the hound sees invisible creatures, blah, 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 blah. But the important part is uh, at the start of each of your turns, the hound attempts to bite one creature within five feet of it that is hostile to you. The hound's attack bonus is equal to your spell casting ability modifier plus your proficiency bonus. On a hit, it deals 4d8 piercing damage. It is stationary, right? It were, is. Were you looking for a minute? It is for the stationary. House? Yeah. Just use this. So I gotta like pick to a spot yeah. for it. That's fine. Yeah. Um, I would actually like to place it wherever just she wants. Wherever she wants to put it. A little bit. Just she wants. Closer, maybe. Okay. Is that all you're doing? Yeah. I mean, it's a full action, so looks that way. Vlad is love. It's about. It's about to get Dorothy Vlad is love up in here. Okay. I am going to, Vladislav is going to look at the Nightmare Gnome standing on top of his throne and telekinesis the throne straight up in the air, 30 feet. So readout telekinesis can do, Yes. how much, what's the poundage? And this uh, is also up to a thousand pounds. Whoa, snap. So I'm rocket, I'm going to, Vladislav is going to rocket launch this gnome straight up. And because he did it on the object and not the gnome itself, so he's going to no save the throne. Yep. Right. So that is now hovering out in the air. No, it's going up. He's going to fall. The whole point Shooting of it is to launch to him off. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that's 30 feet up in the air? 30 feet up in the air. So we usually do 1d6 per... Um, 10 feet. 5 feet. 5 feet? Yeah. yeah. For falling yeah. damage. Mm-hmm. Generally what we've done in the past. Yeah. So that was what? That's be 66? Or 5d6? 5d6. Roll me 5d6 damage. Six. 30 feet would be six squares. Six squares, sorry. I was right the first time. 66. Mm-hmm. Eight, 13, 14, math, 18, 19 points of fall damage. And I assume he should be prone now after falling 30 feet. You shouldn't assume things, but he is. Cool. Never assume. And I will also, on my turn, convert two sorcery points to cast uh, Blink as a bonus action. Okay. You have to see if you get out. All right. He pops out of existence. <laughs> so uh, you basically Sith Lord a uh, the throne that the that the king was uh, the Nightmare King was on. Mm-hmm. He uh, he takes he he uh, he drops his staff for a moment and he's holding on for dear life to this uh, to his throne as you. Uh, Pull it up 30 feet in the air. And so just he drops his staff, huh? It drops it. Hold on, if he's thrown 30 feet in the air, where is my sword hitting? 
We will find out on your turn. Mm. Yeah, mm. no, I love... Yeah, and you are next, so... Uh, basically, and then and then Vladislav blinks out of existence. But we can say in the movie moment of this, the throne kind of just we're just gonna say the throne kind of uh, uh, gets tossed kind of to the side a little bit. Yeah, Vladislav, no, he looks at it, he just puts a finger and his fingers just go up. Yeah. And as soon as his fingers goes up, the the throne just launches. Launches right, and the uh, bringing him to meet me halfway. That's nice of you. <laughs> and then the uh, nightmare gnome starts falling right back down where he was uh, going to be at anyways, but this time he is falling right into Tiri's sword. Tiri, it is now your turn. Okay, first attack. I'm calling it two-handed. Okay. Um, and do me a favor, because this is a fun moment that you guys did some battle work together on, give me an advantage on the roll, because I like to reward players. That's, I'll, I'll take it, but it's... Oh, both of them 16, so that 16 plus 8 is going to be... 24. Okay, that hits. Um, and okay, let me go ahead and roll this one. Can I? Mm, no, I didn't see it beforehand. Can I, uh, as a bonus action? Should have done that first. Crap! I let you. I let you roll it. Yeah, I'm giving you everything on this one. All right. So as a bonus action, uh, I'm gonna be casting uh, searing smite. Okay. Which is going to give me an additional. Uh, 1d6. Oh, really? That's two. Two? Yeah. Points of damage? Uh, no, wait, plus four, so that's, um... You're not, like, smiting him? I just assumed. Yeah, no, it's searing smite. That was, oh. that's with the 1d6. I got a one on the oh. 1d6. Uh, so that's actually five, so six total on the first attack. Okay. God, that's a, that's really crappy roll, though. Uh, but I'm gonna do it again. Okay. Second attack. It's an 18 on the die plus 8. Works. <laughs> it's another uh, 5 radiant plus 6 fire damage. Um, and I need him to make a con saving throw. Alright. It's a 13. So, Timothy makes it? He doesn't make it, does he? Uh, I think, yeah, if it meets, it beats. Ty goes to the defender. So yeah, I if it meets, it beats. It. Um, so the spell ends. But my weapon dealt him, uh, but he's on fire. At the start of each of its turns until the spell ends. So it only happened mm -hmm. once, because he saved. But he's on fire. There we go. The uh, Nightmare King, Tyria, you're right next to him, so you can see this. His hands and feet, they don't seem like where is his face. You kind of look at it, and it looks like it starts like drooping. And you see his hands drooping. And you all see his feet kind of drooping, like he's half, like, sluggish. He's half oozy himself. But he pulls himself together, and he's like, <laughs> And a staff, and a staff that was, like, a, that you saw kind of bounce off to the side, it forms into, like, just an oozy puddle. And he forms a new staff in his hands. Uh, into the... And? Into the crystal, I'm gonna yell, It's a fake! It's a fake! You guys can all hear the... the you got your, your comms, your crystal comms. And he ignites. You hear the sound of, a, of like a happy hour, mm -hmm. and you hear Vladislav. What is? Clink. <laughs> <laughs> Another hour. He's like, oh, you like fire? I like fire too. I like fire. Because he sees your fiery sword, and he ignites a uh, a shield around him that uh, that <clears throat> starts crackling with fiery energy. 
and a light, a bright light sheds from him, like 10 feet out. Like he just looks like a holy light at this point. It's not holy, but it's like a, like he is arcane fire now and it's 10 feet out from him. All right, it's five feet out from him are flames that start dancing around. As soon as that happens and the fire um, erupts around him like a fiery shield, you see his face start multiplying. They look like there's like a whole bunch of versions of him start kind of dancing around. They dance around him. And you're not quite sure which is the real him and which is not the real him. And they all have this fiery glow to them. <laughs> oh... Oh, can't wait till you till you join me with Jubilex. Oh, can't wait. You'll burn in pillars, flames so first. All of these. They like to hear themselves talk. Oh, disgusting creatures. Don't worry. You all have a position in the royal courts. <laughs> I, I'm. Victor's already. Alone. And now it's Victor's turn. I'm going to. <laughs> Snap my fingers, summon a spiritual hammer, and just try to smash his head to goo. Gotcha. Oh, what does the mirror image say? I forget what. Um, roll a d20 to determine whether the attack instead targets one of your duplicates. If you have three duplicates, roll a six or higher uh, to, ch to change the attack's target to a duplicate. With two duplicates, you must roll an eight or higher. With one duplicate, so you must roll 11 or higher. He's the one that rolls the d20. Yeah. All right, so he rolled an eight. Does that mean he, he attacks one of my duplicates? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we only had three duplicates, yeah. right? Right, yeah. so I still have to... They still have an AC, though, right? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. He'll yeah, just yeah. make the thing go poof if he hits him. Yeah, if he hits him. I went ahead and just yeah. rolled that then. Yeah. Yeah, you would have hit him. So I'm going to... With the hammer, I'm going to... I'm grasping the hammer, bringing it down, and the thing just explodes into yeah. goo. One of them dramatically goes... Oh, no! And just like one of the and it, and it, it goes down to a, a misty goo that just kind of and I'm going to uh, point to uh, another one and make it erupt in a fire of holy flame. All right. Uh, Is it, that me rolling the? Or yeah, it the, must uh, make a deck save. Crit uh, succeed. Well, fuck you then. Sorry. <laughs> My only crit, I think, of the whole session, or the whole season. Okay, so it crit succeeds, so it has two left now. So at this point, there are three duplicates of itself, and they all kind of uh, um, acrobatically like get out of the way and hold each other in a way that's just like, ha ha, can't get me. <laughs> I just did. <laughs> the echoing voice. Oh, I'm sorry. Shit. I forgot to move all the other things that needed to do things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so the only one who could have done something is the black pudding. But uh, it moved out of the, uh, into and out of the range of your hound. Did you want to do something to the black pudding? This is all retroactive now. Okay. Son of a bitch. I mean, it can't see the hound. Right. So it moved out of the bitch. It's just it's, moving toward me, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Does the hound get an attack of No, it only attacks at the beginning of your turn. Yeah. All right. So, so it's actually out of range. So that's all they could have done. All right. Mm -hmm. back. Um, so I'm going to shift back. I'm going to cast Shatter in the general direction of the Nightmare Gnome. Is it also going to get one of the other jellies? Uh, yeah, if it's 10 feet. Okay. If it's within 10 feet. Yeah. All right. They need to make a... Constitution saving throw. First one's a 19 for the Puddin' King. Okay. Puddin' King. 
Now for uh, it's a nine for the jelly. Okay. Um, so the jelly will take full damage, and the king will take half damage. Okay. So. The good news is um, you now only see two versions of this uh, of this nightmare gnome. Okay. They're both dancing around still, but they they pantomime being really really upset that you just burned to death one of uh, one of the mirror images. Like, oh no! Oh, oh, it, was no. A, it was a sonic attack, right? So it was yeah. more like it oh, just shook apart. It shook it apart. Mm-hmm. It just like shook it apart, and they both like yeah. held their hands, or they put held their hands to their ears. How much damage to uh, the jelly? 18 on the full damage. So the jelly on the side there, it takes some damage. Some of its jelliness just fizzes off, breaks off, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Breaks off, shatters out, and just becomes immovable. All right. So you did some damage there. Good Excellent. job. But the Pudding King, Nightmare King, he's still up. Vlad is love. He's going to pop back into existence over here. Okay. And he is going to cast. You're going to see him. His uh, his cloak's going to start glowing. Okay. And the first time he's ever cast this, he's going to cast web from his cloak. Yeah, it's going to be centered ten feet or uh, ten feet away from the Nightmare King, to where it's a twenty foot cube. So it's going to affect the Nightmare King and the little ooze here, off the side. Uh, to the back right of the Nightmare King. So you just want to get the ooze and Nightmare King with this? Yeah, not Teary. I, I just want to make sure that guy does not leave yeah. Teary's We can rage. mark it to where you, you put the uh, web there. You want to draw the web out for me? Sure. So we know where it's at in the battlefield. And do they got to make some kind of dex check? Uh, what happens on a web? Web's layered over a flat surface at a depth of five feet. Oh, okay. So it's a, it's not a cube. It's it's five feet thick. But yeah, it's still difficult terrain, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. So uh, 20 by 20, <clears throat> 5 foot thick. Uh, each creature that starts its turn in the webs... Is that right? We drew it? Yes. Okay. Or that enters them during their combat must make a dexterity saving throw. On a failed save, the creature is restrained as long as it remains in the webs or until it breaks free. A creature restrained by the webs can use its action to make a strength check against your spell save DC, which in this case will be a 13 because of the cloak. Mm-hmm. He's going to move out of range so he can basically dance around this. Mm-hmm. So you didn't mo- use your movement to blink into a different location? I no, that's just where I, I can appear anywhere within 10 feet of where I vanished from. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Cool. Okay. And we'll see if I... Nope, Valisov actually stays this time. <laughs> oh, wow. So yeah. Valisov uh, like, is about like, uh, uh. No. No, okay. <laughs> Still Before, here. Performance anxiety. Still here. Okay. Sounds good. Did I initially have to make any kind of roll for the other jelly? Let's go now to Tiri. Okay. Tiri's going to... He's laughing, has a fire spell, or a fire uh, shield around him that's right next to you. And, um, yeah. You got a web. He's covered in a fiery web, but doesn't seem to care. All right. Uh, we're gonna... I'm gonna... I'm still gonna attack. Okay. Um... Because he ain't a mute to sword. And that's radiant damage too. Uh, as a, I'm gonna use a spell slot to cast divine smite. Okay. And uh, I'm still gonna, yep, I'm still gonna hack at him. Okay. Let's see if you hit him. Oof, that is a twelve. Twelve will not hit the pudding king. Okay. Uh, it it swings wide like the, all of the, the 
effects and everything have just kind of discombobulated her a little bit, and she mm-hmm. she doesn't quite hit it. Um, second attack. That's better. That's a 17 plus 8. Let me see if he... Oh, rolled a pretty high number. So, no matter what you do, you're actually killing his last mirror image. That's his mirror image and not him, so if there's any effect that would affect him on a hit... Yeah, there's really no need really to roll damage. Him ...because it'd be his mirror image instead. Yeah. So, just okay. talking out loud. Yeah, that's my turn. I'm just, I, I want to stay right, right up on him. Okay. So you swipe his last mirror image away, and you see him kind of pantomime, like acting, going to his knees, going, Oh no! Oh no! You got me! <laughs> and he stands up slowly, and he gets to one, one, uh, one foot and the other foot, and he looks you straight in the eyes, and his eyes start going milky, and they just kind of seep down in, uh, into like a goo. And he just looks at you and he's like, That's really disgusting. You're disgusting. You need to just just get rid of that flesh and be part of us. Just be part of us. That's all you need to do. Just be part of us. You'll be part of the royal court. And with his hands, he puts him down to the ground and ooze starts coming up from the altar and starts forming over your feet. I'd like for you to make a constitution saving throw and be the 16. This is a spell he's casting? Mm-hmm. I'm going to reaction and counterspell it. Um, All right. Is it a fourth level or higher? It is a fourth level or higher. Okay. Then I need to make an ability check. Uh, with my spell casting ability, uh, the DC that I have to beat is going to be 10 plus the spell's level. So I have to beat a 14. Mm-hmm. I beat it. All right. The ooze starts coming up. How do you uh, combat this? The ooze seemed like it was trying to uh, uh, eat her from like her feet, like it was acidy, and it was like, but more of like a necromatic kind of just. Basically, Vladislav looks and he puts his hand up. It's almost like he's looking at it from like a picture, and he just wipes it away. Uh, when you wipe it away, it actually like does like a like the you see before you Vladislav does his wipey motion with his hand, and the uh, the spell just kind of flops off and it's like gooey bits but it just like flops off like it stops and you see the, no- the nightmare king just go <sighs> and he, he looks slowly over to Vlada's love hello you are ruining my fun yes <laughs> you are ruining all the fun yes <sighs> and your throne too and my throne alright now I'm actually gonna try to attack people so this guy gets, uh, he can't get out of the web. Mm-mm. Unless he makes 19. <laughs> 19. He rolled a 19 minus 2. 17. He's out of the web. It just slinks out of the web. Then it makes another move action. Because it's coming over to Vlad's love. How did it make two move actions? Uh, he had a standard action. He, uh, he had a move action. He... Mm-hmm. Well, it takes a standard act. It took a standard action to break free of the web. No, no, no. That was only if he was restrained at the beginning of his turn. He wasn't restrained yet. He could still do it. If he starts his turn, make a dexterity save to mm-hmm. see if you're restrained. If you start the turn and you're already restrained, you have to make a strength check to break free. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's the way I was rolling it. That he didn't actually mm-hmm. get restrained at all. And it yeah, it didn't affect him. It doesn't take an Fortunately. action. Gotcha. Okay. Do that. So, but he uses both of his actions to try to get all up on Vlad's love. The prince, Larry, 
comes right over to uh, Victor. That's a 19 to try to... Go fuck yourself, Larry. (laughs) I'm busy. Larry takes a... uh, It takes a form, like a, a humanoid form, and it takes the form of... Of a goblin, when it does. Yeah, that's old news, Larry. And it goes, and you see a pantomime like for justice, but it can't say anything because it's a blob. It just goes, and then it, it tries to swipe at you. I'm just gonna bat it away with my staff. Just like gooey oozy shit just goes everywhere as you just kind of bat away. I'd have done the mind games, Larry. The black pudding. Inches up towards Matilda, mm-hmm. the princess. That is, what does a 14 do to you? Nothing. So the black pudding uh, comes up to you and it, and it takes the form of a large, just a princely lady mm-hmm. who looks just like you. Okay. And has the crown on top of her head. Mm-hmm. And she kind of smiles sweetly and then takes it takes out a uh, an inky black uh, blade and attempts to swipe you with it. Doesn't work. Yeah, I'm just gonna like do a little duck. Okay, like, you Meh. duck and she swipes away and you see like the eyes and you kind of see her like hiss at you like. But I catch you. But it's like you miss. But it's more like, yeah. as as gooey inky stuff just drips from its its Matilda right. mouth. Yeah. The uh, ooze that's uh, right next to. One in the back that's been yeah. hiding and not Teary. doing much. Yeah, he's not doing much. Mm-hmm. Um, he's actually going to climb up the side of that, and we're going to say he's like on the side of it, basically. And he's going to try to reach out and ooze Teary. That's a crit. Mm-hmm. Five points of acid damage, and then 18 points of of a like a bashing damage. As it kind of, it puts its arm, it's like, it, it makes like a, a punching motion at you with its its goo. Okay. Um, I actually have heavy armor master feet. Okay. Um, so you said how many, 15 bludgeoning? Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, that was 18 bludgeoning. And five. Five acid? Five acid. Okay, so that's actually 15. Okay. Because it's reduced by three. Is your armor magical? It's a plus one armor? Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, you see it trying to disintegrate your armor, but it doesn't get to. Your magical armor has kept it from doing so. That was their go. Victor. All right. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to nonchalantly take a step forward and uh, shift out of immediate range of, uh, of Larry. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Reach back up, uh, and I'm swinging my spiritual hammer right down on uh, the Puddin' King's head. Okay. I like now it. that there's the the only one left, that's going to be seventeen. Uh, uh, seventeen hits. Excellent. Fourteen points of force damage. He takes it. He doesn't like it. He actually keels over. Like, I'm gonna just casually wave my hand at him and have him be engulfed in holy flame again. <laughs> uh, make a deck save. He rolls a six, 16. Yeah, 16. Alright. And he's unaffected. Mm. 
But we'll say the cinematic moment is what he gets crushed and then uh, Holy Flame starts pouring over him. He's still, he's reeling in some pain though. It's like, I don't like your holy fire. Don't you just join us? Join me, your king. Your rightful king. Matilda. Okay. I want to move. You're I going, want to get... Uh, you want to get away face to face from your inky black Matilda? Yeah, because I can't slash it because it might make more. Um, mm-hmm. So my weapon is no good. Uh, so I am going to try to move over here next to my doggy again. Okay. Um, so I guess I'm like shifting Wait, around. I'm sorry, can I, I get play your sandbook? Works. It's right above your head. I don't know if I end up provoking an attack of opportunity or no, not. No, uh, well... I don't really care. He can attack if he wants. Um, at that point, yeah, you would. Yeah, okay. If you were going right there. Do it. Okay. Uh, hold on a second before you go further. Unless there was something, some way for me to use my uh, grappling hook. But that would probably still provoke an attack of opportunity. Rapier is a piercing weapon. Oh! Oh, so I can stab. Stabby stabs. Yep. So you have a, uh, you have a rapier, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's piercing. Yeah. It's a magic Sweet. flaming rapier. So it's not slashing. So. Not slashing. You know what? I will not move then yet. Poke a pudding. I will wait. Yeah, nice. And uh, move at the end of my turn. It's a pudding poking party. <laughs> okay. Three ping. So uh, I'm going to try to um, pierce it. Okay. With, uh, with uh, I'm going to. Use my, my, my flaming rapier. Okay. This is elemental. All right. I can choose, and the black pudding is not. Pyro technically poke the pudding. To fire, it's immune to acid, cold, and lightning, but not fire. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I guess you're right. Yep. Uh, 18 plus uh, 26 to hit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that. That hits. Good. I'm so glad. Not. Whoops. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, not not great damage. Um, I've got uh, two points of fire damage and then uh, seven points of piercing. And that's the princess. Yeah, to the pudding here. She technically poked the princess pudding. Yeah. Uh-huh. So uh, you poked the black pudding. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, she looks hurt. Okay. But I mean, like emotionally hurt. Like and she look like as you poke, she goes. <gasps> And she kind of oh. looks at you like, why would you do this to yourself? Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's why. That's the look she gives <laughs> okay. you. Okay, and then after my uh, my piercing attack, now I'm going to move over to my doggy. Okay, and then she Your will doge. get an attack of opportunity for that. Yep, go for it. All right, that is 20 total. Can I use my reaction? I can't when it's an attack of opportunity, can I? Can you use a reaction technically? It's on your turn, right? Or a reaction is always one reaction per reaction round? Yeah, one reaction around. So if you haven't used a reaction this round, I have not. Shield. Then I would allow it. Yeah. Okay. Let's do um, it. Shield uh, brings my AC up to 23, so that 20 will not hit. Okay. So it swipes its sword at you, like it makes its rapier, and it tries to poke you the same way you poked it. Mm-hmm. But uh, casually just swipe that away, or do you like nimbly get out of the way of the of the of the sword? Oh. Yeah, I'm just going to kind of do a little footwork and step oh. out of the way. You know, well, just like make her look silly. Like, oh, know. that's easy to step around. <laughs> so you make her look silly and she snarls at you like a... Yeah, yeah. The huff. 
right? Huffs. You know, it's like a little dance move. Yeah. Stepping out. You're just salsa dancing out of the way. That is love. So we are in crumbling room. Mm -hmm. I look for biggest rock. Biggest, maybe breaking off part of pillar. Something close to a thousand pounds. And I'm going to hurl it at the Goblin King. <laughs> Otherwise, wherever the throne landed. Pick the throne back up, smashing on him. If I can find something heavier that'll do more damage, I choose that. But We're going to do 66. That's as uh, much as going up and down. Sure. There's okay. no throne, like, like a grid. <laughs> no, they, they we'll do this. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll look at the throne, and I'll, I'll like lift it up like a, uh, what do you call the game when you whack-a-mole? Mm -hmm. I'm going to whack-a-gnome. Nice. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> I don't think you need to. No, I'm not going to rephrase that. Don't rephrase that, please. I like so, it. All right. So, uh, since I'm I doing this, there's no save on the object, but do you want me to roll to hit? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. there needs to be something to hit him. That's a seven, 24. 24? Mm-hmm. That hits? Uh, you said 66? 66, because I imagine you're going to pull it up to the full height <laughs> that you possibly could and whack, and whack it. Five... 15, 19, and 21. Points of thrown damage. It crumbles over him and kind of busts through him. And you see him like arches back. You're starting to cause some scars. Mm -hmm. And the pudding, like the, uh, the some inky blackness like drips from him, almost like it's blood. Does it look like it's coming from like a central source? Is there something in his, in his puddingness? It just looks like instead of blood or any any gashing wound you do to him, it looks like instead it's inky blackness, like an ooze that's coming out from him. Okay. And he just starts laughing. <laughs> and for my movement action, I'm going to skirt around here, mm -hmm. move 30 feet to here, get the fuck out of the way of, of, the, of the ooze there. Okay. And, and he pops out of existence. Pop out of existence. Teary. All right. She's going to cast Thunder Smite uh, and take a bash at the ooze that tried to eat her feet. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's a bonus action for Thunder Smite. So first attack. Um, that probably hits. Uh, it's 21. That's at the jelly at your feet? <clears throat> yes. Okay. Yeah, hits. So that's going to be 2d6. An extra 2d6. And that's a D8 plus 4 radiant. That's 11 radiant damage. Okay. And then uh, 9 points of thunder damage. 11 radiant. Weapon and rings then... with thunder that's audible within 300 feet of you. The attack deal is extra 2D6. Additionally, uh, must succeed on a strength saving throw or be pushed 10 feet away and knocked prone. 11. Uh, yes, yeah, spell save is 13, so it's pushed 10 feet back. Okay, push him 10 feet back from you. Um, so for second attack, like if it pushes him 10 feet back, then she'll use that momentum, hits it, it's knocked back, and she'll swing round to the... To the Nightmare King. To the Nightmare King. That is... That's a that one. Without looking at you, it actually uh, quickly takes his staff and just like clings it. And then there's a little bit of acid, like, as the staff is kind of cut in half. And it kind of it starts growing back. But it stopped the momentum of your sword swing just short of hitting him. Okay. 
He's not looking too happy about everything that's going on right now, actually. He's, he stopped laughing as much as he goes, Sacrifices must be made for the good of the kingdom. I'm sorry, my lovelies. I'm sorry. You'll forgive me, though. I love you. Both of you. I love you. He uh, takes his hands and they start crackling with this, this energy, like this buzzing sound starts coming out. And it starts forming this this cloud. This small cloud at first that gets bigger and bigger. And he tosses it right into the center. 20 foot radius sphere of poison and yellow green fog. And he's gonna put it right into the center there. Oh, so it boy. gets. Okay. Everyone. So, and, uh, a big old radius of poison has engulfed the everyone. prince and princess and Victor e and Thierry and Matilda. So he's right yes. out of uh, he's right outside of the radius. Right? He's right outside the radius. Can Materials. I cash in my inspiration to as the cloud as the poison cloud is settling in that radius? I want to pop back in early and force push him into the cloud. It does sound fun. <laughs> It's like, you too, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you too. Join the party. Yeah, pretty much. It's a poison party. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so as he casts this, and he's with, he's muttering to himself, um, he's going to have to cast this first, but as he casts this, poison cloud starts, and you feel it like there's a force behind this cloud, like it's going to continue moving. He's saying, sacrifices must be made. Sacrifices. And at that point, Vladislav pops in. Yeah. You too. You join. Push. I'm not going to make you roll any kind of versus versus because uh, um, these inspirations are supposed to be for heroic things like that, and I love it so much. So he topples over his, uh, toss him and put him. Uh, I'm oh, I'm putting somewhere. him right. Uh, oh God, put him put thirty yeah. feet. Not thirty feet out. I, I could push him thirty feet, um, but. But he's got to fold down. No, you're, you're, uh. Yeah, here, <laughs> here is good. Yeah, that that's perfect. And you want him right eat. next to the hound? No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> time something got next to the hound <laughs> all right well everyone including him now everybody make me a constitution saving throw and beat a 14 except for me nobody is within 10 feet of me Whoops. <laughs> it was cocked yeah because it landed on my dress i got a 14 all right con saving yep. throw beat it that's a sick. Thought he had you guys in a really good spot here. But then Vladislav had to Vladislav. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Vladislav come to Vladislav. If you saved, you take 15. If you did not, you take 30 points of damage. Oof. He wow. did not save. Woof. I had a bonus and I still failed. However, how's everybody doing? I'm fine. <laughs> Vladislav is okay. That, they haven't even burned through my chicken bonus yet. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> chicken bonus. <laughs> <laughs> Fried chicken bonus. <laughs> I don't think, no, I haven't got hit yet. Okay. Matilda, how are you doing? Yeah. Well, do I have to, I just save, but I'm starting in the circle. All right. Anyways, uh, it's not you yet, though, because okay. we still have, let's see, the, the prince and princess need to take goddamn yep. damage. Uh, and, all right, there so we go. So, is it just poison damage, or are we considered poisoned? Uh, it's just poison damage. It's, this, so, uh, what I just did, because I was trying to describe it as something that, uh, effectively, this is the cloud kill okay. spell. But yeah, I was so flavoring just... it for, especially for this guy. Uh, but 
Um, basically, it's just a zone that when you enter it or you start your turn in it, you take 5d, 5d8 poison damage unless you save, and then you take half. And did the gnome take that damage? Yes. I just think he took full damage. Yeah, he yeah. took full damage. How's he looking? His body is starting to deteriorate. He's not looking great. He's still up. He doesn't look like he's uh, so bad off that, you know, he's on his last leg. But his it looks like uh, whatever the nightmare gnome was trying to portray is like this uh, this solid entity of this gnome is start, starting to turn to slush. Still got the fire shield? Still has the fire shield. Okay. That is burning around him. The black pudding. Can you move that up to Matilda? Just move mm-hmm. one up. Sure. There we go. And it's going to attack Matilda again. Okay. Ooh, that is a 27. Yep, that's going to hit me. Initially, it does like a bludgeoning, like a... It takes the... the even though it looks like a pure, same piercing weapon, it's actually just bludgeoning you across the head. Mm-hmm. And that's for nine points of damage. But then the acid starts eating away at your face for 20 okay. points of damage of that. 20 acid points of damage starts eating away at your face. So 20 plus nine? Yes. I'm dead. You're dying. I'm dying. <laughs> so Matilda goes down. The acid starts eating away at her face. Didn't that get in the range of her hound? Does that yeah, do but it starts at my next ah, turn. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, it's not her next turn yet. Um, the prince, Larry, oh, the comes up to there? Victor. Yeah. Okay. And it kind of it starts doing the same thing of uh, it starts now it looks like uh, Franklin it starts mouthing Franklin words but you can't understand it. Oh shit, that's also uh, that's a twenty, it's a twenty-seven. Yeah, I will uh, as a reaction from my staff I'll cast a shield and bat away his strike. He literally has to crit to hit you. Yeah, it's like. Uh, Lara, pull yourself together. You're being a real third wheel here. This isn't even about you. You uh, shielded a 27. That's <laughs> awesome. I'm all about the AC. It's my thing. <laughs> all right, so... <laughs> oh, uh, I have a couple... Where is Vlad's love? He's on top of there. Because he popped in. He's right here. Oh, Vlad's love's over there. Yeah. Uh, Bring it, Jelly. That was... Moving back. <clears throat> I don't know if that was 10. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a move and then a standard to catch ah, a standard. Ah, I guess so. Yeah. so you're not actually. So, you know. And you already said these guys are faster. I said they were 10. 15, really. Okay. It, that's all I can do. So jelly plops up next to um, Tiri. Mm-hmm. And a jelly plops up next to uh, Vladislav, but that they can't attack because that's all they can do. We're at the top of the round. That would be Matilda. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, hey. I'm sorry. Hey. Sorry. Victor Sinclair. Yeah, thank you. I make mistakes. I'm human. I have human parts. All right. Well, I'm, uh, I'm going to just uh, casually point down at Matilda and, uh, and a shining beam of light come from my fingertip down into her body. Just pew, healing pew. Get back up. Get, get, dude, get your thing going. Uh, for 35 <laughs> points of healing. Oh, good. Jeez. Okay. And uh, that's right, because uh, that should bring you up to full. No, it brings me up to 28. 28? I was at negative 7. No, you know, it you starts never go at, by. Oh, it starts at zero? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, so that's 30, 35? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, luckily, you don't have to heal the negatives back up. Oh, good. And uh, I will uh, look back over to the. Um, 
to the uh, the prone uh, Nightmare King and bash him with that spiritual hammer while he's down. I am, that found, that's I am sound, proud. That, that feels good. Is uh, 19? 19 hits. No. He actually is going to cash in. He has shield. All right. He's going to cash in I shield. Have... And so uh, from the ground, he like puts up his hand. Yeah, hold on. I have advantage yeah. against him anyway because he's prone. So let me see if I can get higher my second one. Okay. I can't. So. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to say that you tried to bash him t- two real quick times. But he... Okay. Well, no, he, just go with the first one. Okay. Well, then he, he takes his staff up and just kind of cling. There's like a magical like... Oh, so that's what that feels like. It does not feel good. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going to walk out of the cloud. Do <laughs> uh, you want the prince is going to get a... Yeah, do what you want. Okay. <laughs> I mean, let's see if he crits. Hold on. No. no. I just want to do that in case if I happen to crit the next one. Yeah, what about what about Larry? Hmm? Larry. Do- doesn't Larry want to attack a buckman? Oh, poor Larry, no. Okay. So <laughs> the princess and prince now. both take a swipe at the same time as uh, Victor just casually walks out. Oh, yeah, the princess gets an attack of opportunity against me, too. Doesn't mm-hmm. she want to Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Okay, good. Okay, good. Okay, fair is fair. All cool. right. Let's... Everyone takes a swipe at Victor. Do you, do you just casually walk Cows just casually stroll out of the poison it's like, ching, tong, tong. Like, they, all the, they just scrape by the side of you, yeah, or you just kind of casually attention. bash it away, or... No, know? I just walk away. Okay. <laughs> By the way, this staff that he's holding, is it is it part of him now? Like that we've seen, like does it look like a separate physical object? Um <coughs> I thought you said it grew back at one point. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's it's just an extension. Gotcha. It's just an extension. That's it. Okay. Alright, so we're at the top of the round. Matilda, mm-hmm. you are prone. Yeah. You but you have been healed. You are still in this bullshit. So I'm gonna use uh, my action to well, first, it's the beginning of your turn, so watchdog. Yep. Yeah, yep. Um, so uh, my my dog here, my invisible dog, is um, going to bite at the uh, nightmare gnome. Okay. Um, nineteen to hit. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Wait, doesn't shield act stay active to, for the? Oh, this is the top was, of the round. Gotcha. Yep. Top of the round. Yep, and that is uh, forty-eight piercing. But thank you, Chris. Twenty-seven. Points of piercing damage. Points of dog damage. Fuck that dog. Does does it only attack once? Just attacks once. Okay. All right. As you do this, by the way, the dome opposite, opposite of you guys, on the far end of this dome, there is starting to be a, um, you start seeing a glowing aura happening Mm -hmm. at the far end of this dome. It's like something's trying to puncture through this dome. All the oozes are starting to collect to this, this part of the dome, a little bit to kind of recapture itself. It's like something's trying to barrel its way through the dome. And it starts sounding like a hum, like a like that. And it's starting to rev up a little bit. And you're seeing this glow happening from outside the dome. Just letting you know that this is happening. Okay. Okay, um, I know that Nightmare Gnome is immune to fire. Um, Is he, uh, do I have any idea what lightning might do? I mean, some jellies are. Yeah, he's he's he has every bit the not. same kind of uh, stuff that's going on with him as a black pudding. Okay, that's what I was afraid of because he has, you know, he's made of jelly and he's sort of mm-hmm. blackish. So. Yeah, I gave him some of those capabilities. So. All right, all right. So he's immune to all the elements, basically. Except for fire. 
No, because he's, he's immune to fire. I'm oh, sorry, fire right shit. now, yeah, he went ahead and put fire on him, so he's immune to all elements. Yeah, he's That's immune right. to everything. Okay, well, I'm still going to stab him with my rapier. You sure? You sure yeah. you don't just want to take take an action to stand and then take another move action to leave the fog? Well, I think I have a plan for that. I mean, first I have to stand, obviously. So that's a, um, that's a move action to stand. That is a move action to stand. Okay. And um, then I'm going to attack, and then I'm going to use my bonus action to use my grappling hook to get out. <laughs> I forgot I gave you that Classy. stupid grappling hook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but first, I want to go ahead and uh, make my attack. Okay. Um, so I'm going to attack him with my rapier. And I'm going to miss. You have advantage. Horribly. He's prone, you're He's not. prone. Oh, sweet. Uh, this time I'm going to hit him. Nice. Yeah, 17 plus 7. All right, and I will hit him four, six, and five. Eleven points of damage, and the elemental's not going to do anything, so I don't know why I even rolled that. So I'm going to hit him for eleven points of damage. The moment you hit him, you catch on fire. Oh, yeah, that was All that. right, yeah, I forgot about that. Twelve points of damage. Twelve points of fire damage. Okay. Back to you. So as soon as you hit him, the fire lashes out. His fire shield lashes out and yeah. engulfs you in flame. All right, it's, I'm just I'm just gonna take it. Um, you know, while we're on the subject of fire, I am actually going to um, go ahead and use my inspiration. Okay. All right. What do you want to do? Um, so I am going to grappling hook my ass out of here, and as I'm doing so, I'm gonna cast fireball. Oh, nice. So go ahead and have this. Oh, snap. Oh, that's an epic use of this. Yes, yeah. I'm going to give you a bunch of D6s there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, because you passed your inspiration on this, I'm not going to let them get an attack of opportunity on you because I cool. want you to complete this. Good. Unless you guys think it's cool that she's hanging dead from a... <laughs> Nuts. It's fine. 23. Skaboosh. 23. Mm-hmm. Unless they so say he's immune, by so he doesn't chance. take any of that damage. Yeah, if any of them uh, I mean, saved I... by dexterity saving throw, because jellies have such great dex. <laughs> Jelly dex. I think it's like minus four. Yeah. So one's like a negative one, uh-huh. and the other is uh, a three. Yeah. So those jellies take how much? What was that? Twenty-three. A prince and princess. Yeah. Yeah. They cook completely. Okay. Hand them to me. Happily. And you hear the uh, the, the uh, nightmare gnome go, No! No! Oh, I thought no. you liked the fire. No! Did you say that? Fire's nice, This can't right? be. You're like catching other people on fire. I am. I, I will be the king King of the Underdark. It is my destiny. Aww. My destiny. To be king of a shithole? My destiny. King of the ooze. Well, I don't know. Blingmistone is nice. I've grown fond of it. Blingmistone is nice. Most of the Underdarks. Oh, grotesque. Yeah. Blood is love. You have an ooze right next to you. And you have, in a stinking cloud of poison, also uh, in his fire dome, all this, uh, like in his fire shield, just 
standing, like laying down prone, all beaten and bruised. He is a, uh, he's basically, um, his torso is in the ground right now and everything else around him is like, is like cooking, mm-hmm. just bubbling up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's pulling himself out of the, uh, out of the ground basically, We're trying to get his body back together. Is there any other additional big stone objects I can throw at him? Uh, there is one of the cages that has the uh, bones in them. It's pretty big. Uh, these are uh, the bones with the misport armor. Okay. I'll look at Victor. I'm sorry. Don't do it. Don't you do it. There can be a big rock. Like anything from the ceiling that I could kind of pull down on top of him, like a loose part of the ceiling that I can. Just All right. All right. Down on. Hold on. I'm going to be frivolous. I'm going to use my inspiration to cast a spell I never get to cast. Stone shape. I'm going to reach down onto the uh, ground and just pull up a big boulder out of nowhere. Oh. We're going to play catch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, there you go, use that. Oh, this is much better. Oh, that sounds so cool. In my head, that is so cool. Yes, and I will launch said boulder, Victor Boulder, at the gnome. Got the Nightmare Gnome. The Nightmare Gnome. Yep. Oh, um, that's well, going to be a... Well, he was mostly goo anyway. He was a hard target to hit. Yeah. He's, he's, still, the, he's still prone. Yeah. yeah, but prone actually gives you disadvantage on rage attacks. It does. Well, eh, I guess that's 12. It was so cool, though. It was so cool. You know what? Since this is taking an action, it's a spell. I will. Com- I will use two more sorcery points to make that. Oh balls! Make that a bonus action to, to do it, and then for my action, I'm gonna pick it up and just do it again. Like I just boomerang, you throw it at it, miss, would you just pull it back and try yes, to hit him again? Yes. Godspeed. Uh, that fell out of my hand. But you're rolling with disadvantage anyways. So let's do it. That fell. So let's try a disadvantage roll. First one? Seventeen. Okay, that would hit. Now you gotta roll a disadvantage roll, so you gotta take a lower roll. Ah, Seventeen. But more than that. Yeah. Yes. Yay! <laughs> Splat. I have no more Roll. sorcery points. Roll that beautiful <laughs> ball of damage. So, six, twelve. Mm, right, my, so my God, 20, 25, 30. All right. It is everything as you just described. Uh, Victor, uh, first off, Vladislav looks at one of the cages because it's one of the only things around that's kind of movable or whatever. And that, all that... he's been doing is like throwing the stuff around. So yeah, so see Vlad... the glint of his eyes. Mm-hmm. No, don't you dare. So, uh, so instead, Victor pulls forth from the earth using his uh, his religious might and arcane energy a boulder in which Vladislav takes and attempts to swing it down, but misses just wrong. Instead, brings it right back to him, and this time, dead center, squishes the uh, the Nightmare King. And all you see when you pick the boulder back up mm-hmm. is just goo. And you see the uh, the crown he was wearing starts and turning to goo as well. 
suddenly, suddenly all of the uh, goo, uh, all the uh, oozes on the dome start plopping down like rain. They are now all acting out of instinct. Got so no one. And uh, organized. And I expect their instinct at this point is probably run. Run. Uh, the dome itself. Uh, there was an explosion right after that, and there is a uh, there is a team with uh, Seraph and a couple of gnomes. Gnome, the, the gnome SWAT team, where uh, looked like they were doing some kind of arcane, uh, setting up some kind of arcane perimeter around them, and they they wave to you guys. Come on! And they have some kind. They have a. They have a, one of their their arcane uh, elementalist there. One of their SWAT ar- arcane team members mm-hmm. who has like a dome around him of fire. He's being held by someone else, and they're both keeping this spell alive. And they're like, "Come on!" Because right now it is now raining acid jellies. Yeah. All right, Vladislav, uh, TK the armor into Tears bag, and I'm gonna start uh, mage handing armor into the bag. Just. Everything in the bag. The mage armors, uh, your 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 mage hand and your armor in the bag, and there's swords and uh, there's a couple of swords and a couple of uh, there's uh, a couple of war hammers and a uh, and yeah. We're doing a, quick, a couple a of plate mails. We are hoovering this. Hoovering. Stuff. I'm even like telekinesing like and mage hand and all, everything in there. Yeah. So at this point, we're going to end this uh, battle of Lingstone with. A good old-fashioned skill challenge. Okay. We're gonna go around. We're gonna hope for five successes before four failures. So at this, as you try to get out or do whatever it is you're trying to do, you guys tell me the story at this point. Whoever wants to go first, whatever you do, you pick a skill. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna say you need to beat a 14. Sounds pretty fair, so, right? So this is just getting us out of the dome. This is telling me what happens for the rest of the battle in Bling and Stone. This is getting out of the dome. This is maybe going through it. This is tell me the story of how the end of battle in Bling and Stone is going to happen. Okay. Or um, it doesn't because you could fail. Well, since we're all leaving after we lit everything, a lot of stuff is going to hop on top of his shield because his telekinesis is still going. It hasn't been 20 minutes yet. And he is going to lift the shield with him on it, like Magneto, up out of the dome and cast fireball on uh, a group uh, but, and you can even run a skill for that like a, maybe a balance check because I got to keep balance on the shield yeah do that do a dexterity check okay uh, and would I use acrobatics for that yeah balance? acrobatics I, I like that that makes I'm trying sense trying to use a skill yeah because you're hovering on your uh, fucking fuck uh, eight eight does not beat it 14 may sound high doesn't it let's do a 12 but anyways you still have unit. you have one failure how does that failure look you start casting a fireball, but it goes off, and you. No, I'm, I'm, I'm like, oh, oh, oh. I'm, my telekinesis is like, maybe it's starting. To, I'm feeling like it's gonna end soon. Oh, got you. It's so hard to do the two things at once. Yeah, yeah. On keeping the TK so we're gonna ball. say, um, what we're gonna say is that you start hovering down, kind of crash land next to everyone else. Instead of going, doing what you're trying to do, being be Magneto and lifting yourself out of the dome, you actually go, oh, and you start like falling down back to the ground instead of doing the fireball. And uh, there's now a swarm of jellies around you guys. You have that path going towards uh, going towards Sarath and the gang. Who wants to be next? Well, I can, if this is for the whole thing, I'll do uh, perception to keep an eye out for wounded that it can be healed and uh, tactical advantage that can be had various places so I can help people maneuver around. Ouch. Yeah. Hmm? Ouch. Oh. Ouch. Oh, you, are you hurt? I'm very hurt. Oh, that's all right. Sorry, I was focused on a lot of other things. 
But yeah, right. if we're doing the, but you this know, is the larger grand picture. So we're out of like immediate combat into. Yeah, we're out of immediate combat. We're in a storyboard combat now. Yeah. Storyboard this. So be to twelve. I, I moved it down to twelve. Which may have been a bit. Yes, much. very much. I, I rolled a nineteen. Nineteen. You can see Terry is uh, not doing so hot, but also you see dead and wounded uh, near Sarath and that gang because they had an entire squad outside of the elite task force that carved away to you. And uh, you see dead and dying. Well, I have uh, I have all sorts of uh, things like um, a mass healing word I can use and revivify if someone's just recently dead. So I okay. have tools of my So a lot of them around him. Now, there's still like a... And you can see over, this has been a bloody battle at this point. Um, there are plenty dead all around the ruins. And everyone in your vicinity start popping back up. And they're like back in the fight. And now you have a much stronger barrier around you as you attempt to uh, maybe get back to the to the uh, entrance or whatever you guys want to do at this point. But at this point, you're all maybe you're all together. Um, Vlad is left at the tail end. He just kind of crash landed near you um, as, as Victor is now healing people. Um, getting the dead and wounded back up. Um, what kind of healing? He said mass healing. Just his clericy healing. It just just little bits of healing to just to get people up and not okay. dead mostly. Because I'm, I'm focusing on the most critically wounded right gotcha. now. Um, Thierry is going to. That's one success. I'd like to use my inspiration. Thierry's going to glare at the ooze that's right in front of her. Okay. Like that's the only thing left that is in her immediate, like, she's just in battle rage mode. Right. She's going to... She's, like, Sephiroth-ing right now? She's... So an inspiration will always win. Yeah. On these she's things. going to, like, in the most badass manner possible, her, her sword is like a beam of sunlight that just slices up and completely cleaves pieces of the ooze just it, also i think it would be fun is if it's a beam of light not cutting through just that ooze but all of the oozes in this dome no, no, no. behind it this is uh this is an inspiration this is uh this is an amhita battle this is um yeah, but it's a sunbeam it is a sunbeam what you do is you uh you put your be you, you put your uh, sword and it flares out as you cut through this ooze but like an atomic bomb of, radi- of radiant energy explodes out from this dome, and all the ooze around you just melt and disintegrate out. As you hear um, in, in the back of your mind, and, and you feel it, and you're not as much hear it as you feel the righteousness of uh, Paylor. She says, You are the light. I will, uh, like acrobatics somersault parkour off of the the thing that i've been on this whole yeah. time and get to safety that shit by the way and everyone who's already, who's already taken a turn yet um or who hasn't like that's what happens like you see just basically an atomic bomb of rated energy explode out from from uh when, when yeah why do you keep teary i don't know why i keep doing it i don't that is real weird man it is really weird I just feel like Lindor, I guess. Lindor is off in the jungle somewhere being a bear. I know. You just experienced T and Teary. She's she's off on some other dimension, right? I know. Teary. Teary was a uh, atomic bomb of radiant energy that just disintegrated all. Just a bright ray of sunshine. Not everything in the whole ruins and all the battle, but certainly around you forcefully pushed any uh, oozes out of, like, let's say, 20 feet away from you. 
That was squishing awesome. you, squishing some oozes against the uh, buildings, like just throwing oozes out of everywhere. And, and the entire SWAT team, the entire uh, squadron that came to come get you, mm-hmm. uh, they stop and are just mesmerized, including Sarah, who had never seen anything like that. And he, and, and Sarah is really light sensitive. Blinded by the light. Blinded by <laughs> the light. That should be what starts happening as we describe that. I'm going to start playing that as we describe Uh, it. And I'm also going to, in that full action, as I'm somersaulting, tumbling, uh, lay on hands myself for 10 points. So we have two successes and one failure. Matilda. Yeah, I got something. I don't really know what to do. What can I do? Just pick your audience skill and make something up. And? Yeah? Yeah, that's... Alright. This um, is a this is a thought experiment and creativity exercise. That is what these things are all about. You could use your uh, fun grappling hook to start grappling to uh, different buildings. Right, right. But I, I wanna I wanna pick a really high skill, right? So I'm gonna go for uh, investigation. Um so I am going to just kind of like take a look around. I know that we have a lot going on right now and we need to get the crap out of here. But I want to make sure that any traces of the control that was being exercised on these jellies is, in fact, gone. I like it. Go for it. Two beat a 12. I Are see nothing. Within? Well, nothing has changed outwardly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you look around. You've taken a few extra moments while everyone's like, like doing that whole, like, come on, let's go. We got to go. Uh-huh. And you're looking at the, uh, now, there's still the stinking cloud yeah. around, that this acid cloud. It's really hard for you to see through the cloud to see if maybe uh, there's something with the uh, the Nightmare King still around. That goop is still there, bubbling. And that's as much as you can see. Whether or not that means that things are still happening or not happening, you don't know. Does my dog bite at the goop? No. But your dog is still there, faithful still hound, there. just yeah. hanging out. Yeah. But that's, that was an excellent question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was an excellent question. Who wants to go again? I'll do. Um, so we still we're, we're still in the dome. We're still all trying to get. Yeah, it out. Okay. Just, there was a there was an atomic uh, gotcha. radiant bomb. I'm gonna waiting s- on Matilda. I'm spider climbing up this time, on top of the dome, and I'm gonna send my shield down, put it right in front of Matilda, and say, "Get on, oh, please step on shield," and I can lift her up and concentrate on it. Okay. So how do you want to do that? Just like that. Um, right, yeah, but, but maybe like a. You mean uh, intelli- like a an like, arcane con- check, intelligence check? Oh well, my! Uh, intelligence to concentrate. For me, well, my my spellcasting mods are charisma. Okay. So yeah, because you're still using your telekinesis to do yeah. some things. Yeah, yeah. telekinesis and on the shield. Talk me into stepping onto it. Okay. Yeah. Please, okay it's with it's that. Yes. Imagine why. I it's perfectly safe. I mean, other than you falling off of it. We'll find out. Uh, thirteen. Thirteen. What did I say? It was a twelve. So you win. So Matilda steps on it, and you guys are both doing what now? I'm levitating her up to the top of the dome. So now it's raining. Uh, you're up where all the rain of uh, there's As these jellies, jellies coming down, flopping down. Uh-huh. And you can use your dexterity to avoid it. Do you like to start doing that now, or does anyone else want to do something? Uh, as I'm running, I'm gonna uh, I will whisper out whistle for my steed. Yeah. She's so close. Oh, you're. Uh, She's getting so close to that spider now. Yeah. So now I think the, she might as well because she hates spiders in general. But you know, this one has has proven. So uh, are you using maybe wrong. a charisma check to coax it? Um. I guess I'm 
persuasion. Yeah, like that's it. a charisma check. Yeah, yeah, persuasion. Charisma check to basic because your spider right now is freaking, freaking out. Yeah. But you're like, but this makes it makes it come towards you. That's a 19 on the die plus five. It starts ducking and weaving out of uh, jellies and out of uh, out of the way of like gelatinous cubes and black puddings, and it starts just, and it finds just the right path right to you, mm-hmm. and you can hop on it. And just to paint the scene, so Matilda's on a hover, mm-hmm. uh, on a shield. hover shield. What is where is Vladislav? He's on top of the dome. On, on top of the dome. He's okay, spider, spider climb on top of the dome. Yeah, Terry joins him. Terry joins up with a spider climb, and uh, Victor is somewhere, maybe with the the squadron. Oh, yeah, he's healing all the squadrons, right? right? All right, so we have a Matilda or a Victor for the victory. Okay, um, in a similar vein to my last attempt, but a little bit different because now I have a much higher vantage point, um, I would like to do an arcana check um, instead of investigation um, because Nightmare Gnome didn't come up with all this on its own. Okay. Checking for, um, I guess, like, since there were various ley lines that kind of directed to this point, does anything lead back out in a particular direct? Make sense? Yeah. I can do yeah. it. I can roll with this. Eleven. There is so much going on right now, especially with all the arcane casters out in the overlook, like raining down fireballs, but looks like they're they're getting uh, overtaken too a little bit. Not that the fight is in the in losing right now, you guys are like half seas. Now that all now that the uh, oozes are all in chaos completely shifted the, the dynamic of the fight and there's so many more oozes than are anybody else. So we still have the, the communication stones with um, uh, what was his name? Mm-hmm. Dorbo and, and, and Do- Dorbo's on thing with the bombers coordinated with them. Uh, Dorbo's in the headquarters but he can coordinate with anyone else who has that. I'm gonna pull out my communicator and coordinate with him where if they're still dropping bombs if they're, if they're like a, a, a there's a uh, grouping of mm-hmm. the the jellies. Coordinate where to send the bombers, since I have a good overview of everything. So, like, hey, we need more bombs. What bombs? Well, why don't I help him out and roll an insight and find out where the most dangerous spots are and see if I can figure out what, what some t- battle tactics. What, uh, what what needs to be shored? What, what can change the tide of this yeah. mm-hmm. this battle? Mm-hmm. Do it. This is the change the tide, one way or the other. Uh, no pressure on you. <laughs> Crit, oh. crit 20. Oh, you crit? That's yeah. a crit 20. Oh my god. Oh, you tell me what happens, motherfucker. All right. Well, in that case, uh, for the first time in my life, uh, my battle tactics training from college finally uh, finally made some use, and I remembered uh, all of those boring lectures from my professors, and it all made sense seeing it on the field. I could uh, I can see where all of the, uh, the j- jellies are grouped up, and now that I know that they're operating mindlessly, their tactics are easy to predict. So I know where they're going to be flowing from what points to another. So uh, we can take the uh, the groups of troops that are still left, start cutting through the weak spots, and uh, isolating the jellies into more vulnerable positions. And everybody has a hand at this uh, when we start doing this, because uh, Vladislav, uh, you're probably relaying this with Victor as well, because you have the vantage point that uh, Victor does not have. You guys are all communicating Terry as a can team. Start using the the light from the sword to just like hurt them. Yeah, because they're extra sensitive to that kind of thing, right? So, uh, yeah, at Jelly this point, they're mindless jellies that go to anything that is moving or 
light or energy or anything like that. So using all of your collective power and with the remaining bombs and the remaining arcane uh, magic users that are there. You guys cut just the right path, round up, round all the jellies in just the right way that the battle has officially been won. And man, by the scare, by the... By the jelly on your toast. By the jelly on your... You won the Battle of Bling and Stone by the jelly of your toast. <laughs> <laughs> that was my nickname in high school. <laughs> toast jelly? Jelly toast. Oh, okay. So the fan said no thanks to a lack of a song at the end of a show. Got Twitter spanked, which made James Tyler think. Got upset, then drank with cosplay skanks. Got a little rowdy, caused a stank. Should've cast blank, but wit's too slow cause of all the drank. Cast in large, but miscast drank. Embarrassed him, but still had game. Sorry girl, didn't catch your name. Grab sunny D and something fizzy You know I'm a gentleman with ginger hair Rolling dice, try not to stare Damn girl, hate to kick you out But North by Northwest needs a shout Don't act so surprised We ride or die with them dice Dress them stories up nice Diddle the fans once or twice Have you met us? We entice Catching all the honeys with fly Know where epic levels lie You like vibes? We got vibes You want fries? Let's order fries You like pies? Then you need to try Sweet style pie. Boot and dagger. Boot and dagger.